welcome to Transforming Minds, Transforming Lives, a podcast series of RCCG Living Spring Pittsburgh. Stay tuned for our senior pastor, Boyga Esson. Numbers chapter 6 and verse 22. Numbers 6, 22. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the way you should bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you. Amen. And keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. Amen. In the NLT version, it says that the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. God was talking to Moses to tell Aaron that he should bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. May the Lord bless you, amen, and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people, those are the priests, in my name, I myself will bless them. God was instructing Moses to instruct Aaron to bless the Israelites in a particular fashion. That the Lord will bless them, keep them, make his face to shine upon them, that the Lord will be gracious to them, that God will lift up his countenance upon them and give them peace. That passage talks about God's favor, God's grace, and God's mercy. There is what you call natural favor, which you can earn from man. But divine favor is not earned. Divine favor is just supernatural. It's what God chooses to do. Divine favor was purchased for us, for the church of God, when Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. So favor is not luck. When you see a child of God, when things happen or begin to happen for him, the guy is not just lucky. The guy is favored. Because luck talks about chance. Luck is all about chance occurrences. But favor, if you're a child of God, favor is your portion. So favor is not luck. <laughs> favor is what Jesus wrote for us on the cross of Calvary. Favor is guaranteed, if you know how to tap into it. But favor is also in grades. The Bible says that Jesus Christ grew in favor with God and also with man. In other words, favor can increase. The Bible says when the angel came to Virgin Mary, he said, you are highly favored. So favor is in grades. Jesus Christ grew in favor with God and also with man. Mary was said to be highly favored. The favor you carry guarantees what happens to you. Just like I told you, favor is not luck. When God favors you, it means he's paying special attention to your matter. Every time your prayer is answered, every time you are delivered, every time you are set free, every time a door opens for you, every time something good happens to you, it is God smiling down you. It is God giving you special attention. It is God remembering you. That's how favor works. So every time something good happens, it's God that is showing you favor. And it's my prayer that favor will be yours forevermore in the mighty name of Jesus. You see, life is funny. Life is not one plus one equals to two. Life is not A, B, C, D. In other words, B doesn't necessarily have to come after A when it comes to the issues of life. <laughs> Amen. D doesn't necessarily have to come after C when it comes to life. The Bible says so clearly, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11, 
that the fastest runner doesn't always win the race. He says there that the strongest man doesn't always win the battle. He says there that the most educated doesn't automatically mean they will be successful. In other words, you can be educated, you can have doctorate upon doctorate and not be successful. He went on to say that even the wise sometimes go hungry. So life happens. He also says the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. He says, but time and chance happens to them all. I just told you that luck is all about chance occurrences. But you see, there's somebody that guarantees the time and chance to happen. There's a God of time, there's a God of chance. The Bible went on to say in that place that being at the right place at the right time makes all the difference. Being at the right place at the right time makes all the difference. It is God that can make you be at the right place at the right time. I remember in 1991, that was when I finished my master's, as we left school, people were just trolling to take on jobs in the bank. An MBA or being a chartered accountant was automatic open door. So because of the time, people were just working to take on banking jobs. And these same banking jobs in five years, ten years, had been millionaires because of the time. Of course, in five years after, maybe ten years after that, everything changed. So it is God that guarantees the time. And the chance. It is God that orders your steps to green pastures. It is God that orders the steps of the righteous. God can make your path to cross your husband to be just like that. God is a master strategist. He's the one behind the scenes working. It may amaze you that God was never mentioned once in the book of Esther. But you see a lady, a young lady, who was terribly favored. The name God didn't come up one time in the book of Esther. But we see God walking all through the book of Esther. We saw God elevating Mordecai, who was an immigrant, making him become the second in command to 127 provinces is in the book of Esther. We saw a slave girl, an orphan, becoming queen over 127 provinces. We saw God favoring a girl who had no hope. And it was not mentioned one time in the book of Esther. So, the God that controls the time is the God of time and chance. And he can order your steps to where your blessings are. And that's what favor does. You see, many times, if you don't realize how important favor is, something may be available and you may not partake of it. I'm sure you know that. That in life, there are things that are available, but because you don't know, you may not be a partaker of it. Favor is too critical for a child of God. If you don't learn to tap into favor, you may not maximize the favor of God in your life. It's my prayer you maximize the favor of God over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. And God's favor is for a purpose. Why did God raise Esther as queen? Because God foreknew that at some point in time, the Israelites were going to be in jeopardy. Somebody was going to plan to exterminate them. So he needed a queen that would stop the enemy in his tracks. So God's favor is not just for show. It's not to tell your family you have arrived. It's not to show off your latest toy. No, divine favor is for a purpose. It's to glorify God in your life, in your circumstances. It's to tell the world that you serve a God that is living. Because whether you know it or not, people are checking out your life. People are checking out your life. Your family members are checking out your life. Colleagues at work are checking out your life. Your neighbors are checking out your life. They see you carry Bible every Sunday, going to church. They are wondering, is this thing working for you? And if they see it working for you, evangelism becomes easy. 
If they can see your life on the upward trend like this, if they can say, ah, everything is working for this guy, they will follow you to church. They will listen to your gospel. So, divine favor is for a purpose. Every time God blesses you, there's a reason behind it. Every time you get an unusual promotion at work, there's a reason behind it. Every time you are picked out for a blessing, there's a reason behind it. And many times, because we don't consider the reasons behind it, that's why somehow, sometimes, it may appear God is not working the way he wants to work. Because when people get the blessing, they sit on the blessing. When they get the breakthrough, they think it's theirs for the keep. No! Anything God does, there's a reason for it. And if you begin to have this mindset that you don't own yourself, even your possessions, you don't own it. That position you're occupying today is not yours. It was given to you for a reason. Well, are you using it? So, at times when we don't prove faithful, it may appear God is withdrawing his hands. Because he's blessed you and he's not getting any dividends out of the blessing. Is my prayer God will get dividends out of your life? In the mighty name of Jesus. Is my prayer God will use you an extension of his message? Is my prayer God will find your hand useful? In other words, God will walk through you to reach other people. Somebody said God is interested in people. And it's so true. For God so loved that he gave his only begotten son. God is too much interested. God loves people. And God can only reach people through his favorite children. You cannot give what you don't have. They always tell us that hurting people hurt others. And those who have been favored, God expects them to also dispense favor. So, divine favor is for a reason. God doesn't do anything just for the sake of doing it. There's always a reason behind why God will bless. Favor is to pay special attention to somebody. The Bible says God will light his countenance upon you. It says he will make his face to shine upon you. When God zooms in on somebody, that is favor. God zoomed in on David. He picked him from the backside of the wilderness and made him king. He also zoomed in on Jacob. He preferred Jacob to Esau. Favor is what is preferential treatments. That's just the truth. God loves us. He loves us all equally. But I'm sure you know that he had Peter, James, and John. They were the closest to him. They were the ones who were with him on the Mount of Transfiguration. So I don't know why he does the things he does, because he's God. So there are people that God will just pay special attention to. And if you are born again, you are part of that company. As a matter of fact, the more deliverances you get in your life, the more favors you can say, the more of God's blessings you can quantify, is because there's a reason. God specially likes you. And you better know it. If the whole world will reject you, I better know it. This same David said, even though my father and my mother reject me, said the Lord will pick me up. David was too assured of the love of God. Even when he was down, he was still saying, God loves me. So favor is special liking. It's preferential treatment. He said about Jacob that the older Esau will serve Jacob. God just preferred Joseph over and above his brothers. He zoomed in on Joseph. Picked him up and made him prime minister over Egypt. Favor is unusual kindness and mercy. Favor is when somebody bigger, somebody higher stoops down to lift up the lowly. Think about that. Jesus left his throne in heaven, left his glory. Came down, became man to lift us up. Favor is when somebody bigger desires to lift up somebody's low. That's favor. Mind you, Jacob the patriarch. He had 12 sons. 
One of them is Joseph. Joseph was favored above his brothers. Joseph had two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And Jacob went down to make Manasseh and Ephraim, who were his grandsons, his own sons. Jacob, the grandfather, went down to his grandchildren and upgraded their status to become sons. In other words, what was actually due to his own sons, to Reuben, Levi, Judah, automatically also became due to Manasseh and Ephraim because of Joseph. So, favor is when somebody high goes down to lift you up, to upgrade you. We also saw that with David and Mephibosheth. So, Jesus came and upgraded our lives. When people tell you, oh, as a Christian, you have to be at the back bench, no, 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 no. I mean, God has invested so much in us, and even now, every investment of God over your life shall be made manifest in Jesus' mighty name. So, favor is when God shows unusual kindness. David said, is there anyone in the house of Saul that I want to show kindness to him? And that was why Mephibosheth came up on the scene. Favor is also a struggle terminator. Life can be full of struggles. Life can be tough. And maybe life has been tough for you. I pray that God's favor will locate you in the mighty name of Jesus. Favor can actually locate. It was the same favor that located David at the back of the wilderness. So when favor comes, it nullifies struggles. Easy. It makes life easy. You see, we are always prone to the negative. In other words, if I tell you now, when you go home, and the Lord will bless you, open you a door, you'll get a job, people can't believe that. It's difficult for them to believe. But if I tell you now, I just saw a dream, on your way home, something happened, a tree crashed on your car, people believe that so easily. We are so negatively programmed. We believe the negative so easily. We can't believe the positive. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 41, verse 51, Genesis 41, 51, he said, Joseph called his firstborn Manasseh, that God has made me forget all the toil at my father's house. He said, God has made me forget all the toys of my father's house. Do you know it doesn't take long for God to terminate your struggles? It doesn't take long. I have a friend. Years back, this guy was down to nothing. He will be coming back from church. He won't have money to get home. So he will have to stop at a particular bus stop every week and begin to beg money before he can get to the next stop. But when he got this miracle job, he didn't qualify for it. As a matter of fact, when they were interviewing him, he was the least qualified. And by the time they took him on, he was so curious. Why did they take me out of these heavily qualified people? And they told him when he got into that job, that was because you are the most naive. Can you imagine that? That because he's naive, is moldable. That that's why we gave you the job. Today, now is one of the topmost banking executives in my country. At some point in time, it was down to nothing. It was down to just one shirt. But today, the story has changed. Joseph said that God has made me forget the toys of my father's house. Somebody is here under the sound of my voice, you will forget. All the pains you are going through now, in this same country, you will forget. In this same country, everything looks impossible. It's like it's a tall order. I stand there as God's mouthpiece. Stand there as God's spokesman that he will certainly work for you. In the mighty name of Jesus, his favor will locate you. And that favor that picks people from the mighty clay, that favor will pick you and make you a showpiece of his glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Favor actually turns trials to triumphs. 
Your sweat can become sweet in a matter of time. Your labor can become favor. God does these things. He does these things. And he will do it for you in Jesus' mighty name. Favor also singles a man out for a blessing. The Bible says there are many widows in the time of Elijah the prophet. But it was only to one of them that the prophet was sent to. And that's the widow of Seraphat. So there are many lepers. It was only to one of them that he was sent to. And that was to Naaman. Favor singles out people for a blessing. As my prayer, you'll be singled out for a blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your testimony shall become spectacular. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says God's eyes run to through the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are loyal towards him. So God will always be me such lights. Who is next in line? Who is next in line? Who is next in line? And I make bold to tell you, you are next in line. He says his eyes run to through. He's looking. To through, to through to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are loyal towards him. When miracle is in your neighborhood, in other words, when you see people coming out to testify, that means miracle is in your neighborhood. Amen. And when miracle is in your neighborhood, that means very soon it will be your turn. Amen. That may appear to be ordinary words, but they are prophetic. God is always looking. Looking. Who is next in line? Who is next in line? And I make bold to say you are next in line. Amen. You will pray that Lord remember me, make me next, and he will come through for you. Amen. He will remember you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Favor is like a perfume, a cologne that you wear. I'm sure you all know there's rejection. You just see some people, you just don't like them. You see, life is not automatic. C follows B. Some people go to interview and they have body odor. They just smell to the interviewers and say, oh, we can't deal with this. And they don't give them the job. So when you are going to interview, please use cologne. Dress well. When Joseph was to be brought out from prison, he shaved. He looked presentable. Human beings, they first of all see what is outside. The way you dress is the way you are dressed. Nobody sees that you are a woman of integrity inside. No, 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 no. We see you first. And maybe a bachelorette, please stop wearing a gloomy look. You didn't die for the world. Jesus did. Make yourself pretty. Everything raw is of little or no value. So don't just be totally raw. Favor is like a perfume, a cologne that you wear. The Bible says here, Numbers chapter 6, verse 27, So they shall put my name on the Israelites, and I will bless them. God says they will put my name on them. In other words, they will be branded by me. Say, my name shall be upon them. The reason why hell runs is because they can see him in you. Amen? The reason why you are favored is because you carry the glory. You are branded by him. When you see the Mercedes brand, you know this is Mercedes. He said, look, I will put my name on you. Say, you are wearing my tag. By the time Jacob got to his father, Israel, the father said, Genesis 27, verse 20, one of my favorite scriptures, and he came there and kissed him. Genesis 27, 27. And he smelled the smell of his clothing and blessed him and said, surely the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Those are powerful scriptures. Say, you smell like a field that God has blessed. It's my prayer God will open our eyes to make us realize that we carry him and to make us realize that his name is upon our lives. His name is on your children. His name is upon even your business. His name is upon your family. His name is upon your career. Because of you, that place you are in, working, is prospering. Because of Joseph, he blessed the house of Potiphar. 
You see, divine favor is not something we should just joke about. And you have to think it, you have to work in the consciousness of it to make it happen. Favor is a destiny accelerator. Somebody may just apply for a job. Maybe you apply for an entry-level job. And they said, okay, when they are taking you, they are giving you the next level over or above the entry level. Those are not things that happen naturally. It's a destiny accelerator. It took one day to move from being a prisoner to prime minister. One day, 24 hours. So when they say that one day of favor is worth much more than 1,000 years of labor, it's not a lie. Just one day, this young man became prime minister. But mind you, all those days of labor culminated to that one day of labor because he had to be schooled and processed. So God schooled him for 13 years. But all those 13 years became that one day of favor. Some people just labor in vain. They see toil all their years. They never know respite. But if you are favored, it is guaranteed that your labor will turn to favor. Jacob, another good example, he served Laban for 20 years. 14 years for two of his wives. He served another six years. And within 20 years, this man changed his wages 10 times. Downwards. But mind you, when he was living, he became more worthy than Laban. Because God showed him a dream. And everything he lost to Laban, he got back in one day. The Israelites. I'm giving you examples so that you will know you would know. They were slaves in Egypt for 430 years. But one day, the Egyptians paid back everything they worked for for 430 years. Bible says they plundered the Egyptians. They had so much wealth that when they got to the wilderness, they were building golden calf. Because there was too much trinket, too much jewelry. They had no use for it. And they were making statues out of it. They served for 430 years, but one day came. So for a child of God, there is always a day. Unbelievers will labor, they will toil, they will toil, and that day of favor may never come. But for you, that day will come. Thank you for listening, and make sure you subscribe for more great podcasts.